Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dolphins begin at their own 40. Going deep. Going deep. Right there! What a perfect pass and play. And the touchdown to Jalen Waddell. 60 yards and a touchdown. What an outstanding job. This is just running through the defense. And he got DJ Reed with an unbelievable route. I want you to watch right up here and take a look at this route. Inside, oh, and he gets him. And that allows Tua, who say they doesn't have a big arm. That was a big arm throw right there. Why not give it to him? Go wide. No one's going to touch him. Touchdown, Miami. Another motion that creates confusion on the defense. You see the speed. The motion creates it. Now, these guys are got to go, but the same play as the last one. You start to the right a little, and then you go back left, and then it's just a speed game. And at that point, I know who's going to win that matchup. Yes. Spells, 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 real quick. What you're feeling is exuberance from a week of frustration, but it is not selly time. The opportunity is right now. I'm so proud of this group, okay? Um, but we have a lot in store for us, so sleep will be imperative, okay? What we did today makes me proud of being a part of the Dolphins. You guys all should too. What we did yesterday, we uh, say good morning to uh, everybody out there. What a what a day yesterday. Um, kind of watching that game, I, I think most of us, if we were to tell the truth, we're going, man, find out early, Tyreek's not going to play. Kind of teased us on social media he was going to play, but he didn't play. He was out. And then, okay, Javon Holland, he, he's still out. Xavier Howard. Before the game, can't play. Not ready. So all those guys are out. All big-time players. Including for the first time playing without Tyreek Hill. Listen, man, I saw it for about a half a game on Monday night and didn't look real good. Whatever it was, it didn't look very good without him. Till he came back in, we have our two biggest plays of the game. A 23 and a 25-yard and And that was it, really. So, you didn't know what to expect, and they came out, and they kicked ass every possible way. Didn't matter who was playing, uh, 
you know, you, you start to go, well, one or two guys had really good games. A lot of guys had good games in that thing, led by Jalen Waddle and Bradley Chubb and, and stupid, stupid numbers they put up and uh, Tua, uh, the offense. I mean, there there's a lot of good stories. Offensive line for what, you know, and, and having Teron back helps a lot. Um, just a lot of great stories. A lot. We'll try to. We'll try to knock them out. Congratulations, Raheem Mostert. 20 touchdowns on the season. That's a team record. Uh, incredible. And he's still got three games left. It's uh, what he's done. Uh, Tua, once again, really accurate. Wonder if there's going to be big plays and hits Waddle on the play you just heard. Uh, I thought the coaching in the game, along with uh, with what you got from a dominant defensive line, they just killed the Jets' offensive line. That six sacks could have been, without exaggerating, 10 or 11, right? Real easily going down and throw the ball at the last second and and um, <clears throat> trying to throw it away or or how many times did they just throw it because the guy's getting ready to get hit, throws it up, and uh, just just uh, just dominating. Special teams, I, I don't know if I've ever seen field position to start drives that good. Over and over, starting in midfield. Over and over. Braxton Berrios as a punt returner. Unbelievable playing against his former team. He plays like that every week. But I think there's a little uh, added itch to that game. But uh, he was getting every possible foot, not yard, every foot he could uh, to give that team good field position. I mean, you just go on and on. Uh, there were some things that we're going to get into that were done coaching by both the offense and the defense that just decided we're going to go after certain guys and we're going to stay away from certain guys. <clears throat> and it worked. Not only worked, it's smart, it's smart. Jalen Ramsey, you've got their number one receiver all over the football field. You've got Garrett Wilson. Anywhere he goes, you got him. Got him. He's done. Toast. Except for a couple of short passes that he turned like a four-yard curl in a slot. That's it. Nothing else. He was he, he might as well stayed home on the trip. Uh, and then Sauce Gardner. Sauce, take the evening off. You're, you're, you're just going to stand out there by yourself. DJ Reed is a guy we're going to target, and they toasted him, killed him. Uh, you heard the route Waddle started inside and went back outside and beat him by three or four yards, and that wasn't the only time. They went after him on the run. They went after him every possible way, his side of the field. Just to remind everybody that Sauce Gardner is really good and DJ Reed can be attacked, which we already knew from the first game. So there's just a, a, a lot of really good stuff going on. One, one of the most complete games, um, and again, with all those guys out, uh, I didn't know what to expect, man. I had no idea. I was just going, just get a win. Uh, just get a win. D- don't care. If, if you have to do it in the fourth quarter, and didn't have to. But I got to tell you, the offense starting to drive it to one. <laughs> how, how good is that? How good is that? And, and by the way, I mean, the, the defense gave up 103 total yards, got four four turnovers, six sacks, and knocked Zach Wilson out of the game and let the Jets run for a 1.9 average. You can't make those numbers up. They, do, they dominated every possible area there was. The two backup safeties were, were really good. Brandon Jones had two picks. 
Uh, you, you just just a lot of good stuff. All those guys, everybody getting a lot of playing time. The backups, the guys you kind of count on, the guys, you know, still a big part of this thing, really play great. Special teams, uh, nobody was fooled on the punt, the fake punt, nobody. Matter of fact, Christian Wilkins, those guys are in there. They decide to run it anyway, and they get stuffed and gave the uh, Dolphin offense really good uh, football field to work at, and they score. Just a <clears throat> lot of really, really good stuff to get to here this morning. And then uh, last night, uh, got home to catch the Bills just absolutely destroy the Dolphins' next opponent, the Cowboys, who had to go to Buffalo and uh, look like they didn't like – they're just not very good on the road to start with. They got pounded for 266 yards running. Then the Ravens took care of the Jags, the same deal. They ran for 251 yards, and the Chiefs took care of the Patriots kind of late in the game, one by ten in that game. So uh, if you're kind of watching to see – those are kind of the teams to watch right now. The Bills who are now 8-6, and six, still not in the playoffs, but uh, got the Chargers this week. They could be getting closer to that game with the Miami Dolphins and having a little meaning. Maybe to everybody, maybe not at the end of the season. We'll find out. But the Ravens took care of uh, Jacksonville, and uh, the Chiefs took care of the Patriots. So as we get up today, the Ravens are 11-3, and three, Dolphins 10-4, and four, and the Chiefs are 9-5 and five is the one two, and three seeds. I'm just curious, what was your bigger takeaway from the Bills and Cowboys game? Was it the fact that the Cowboys just got manhandled in that game and they're coming down here? That back game, by the way, was incredibly physical. I mean, oh the Cowboys God. got their asses knocked around. So they're coming down here, which is great. But are you more concerned? I don't know what your bigger takeaway was, the fact that the Bills look right for the first time in a long time. So I, that I, looked like the old school Bills. I mean, Josh Allen was, you know, knocking guys over. They were throwing the ball, running. They ran the ball. I mean, James oh Cook God. was James Cook from down here and uh, Dalvin's little brother. He's not going to be Dalvin's little brother much longer. Yeah, I mean, look, I know the playoff <laughs> games aren't going to be up there, Jeez. but man, it's raining up there and it, it was nasty. And they just, I mean, they destroyed that. Yeah. That Cowboys offense is really good. You would have never known it because they got physically, as you said, about every possible way. Yeah, that was rough. Uh, I I was shocked. Thirty-one ten the final in that game, and uh, yeah, I thought it'd be a. I, I thought Bills have a good chance to win. They're they're tough up there, but they are playing a lot better. Even with all those injuries they have, they have gone to the run. Man, they have just basically. Josh Allen had the night off throwing the football. It was just run it. We're gonna run. There's nothing you can do. A lot of those runs bounced outside, and. Uh, it was pretty impressive, yes. And, and Baltimore, I give them credit. They they decided they're going to manhandle Jacksonville, 250 yards. So it's late in the year, and um, and everybody you know wants to try to get physical and uh, and play. So the Dolphins just got to keep winning, man. Just got to keep winning this game. You know, takes uh, the sting out of the last one, and and now you you've got to take care of business. They're going to have a really good chance. There's a good chance they're going to have everybody back this week. And, um, you know, I don't know how – I'm guessing. I was kind of told there were a few guys that were close and uh, give them uh, another week off. And, uh, they're, they're, again, there's a good chance you're going to have all your horses back or most of your horses back for this, uh, for this next game. And if not, the experience you just got, although I think everybody would agree that Dallas has nothing in common with the Jets, but it, it was just great. Just You know, the Jets just won 30-6. to six. And they beat the Texans up in the second half, and 
oh, my God, their defense is going to give the Dolphins fits. And, yeah, well, they're going to have to do a lot of it on a short-ass field because uh, – and, and listen, I, I thought both the, the defensive coordinator and the play calling on the offense was uh, was were fantastic. Had Both had really good days. And the guys were up for the game, man. There was no question they were up for the game. Hey, by the way, we got a lot of stuff to get to here. Uh, National Signing Day is coming up on Wednesday. The transfer portal is rolling, uh, and there's a bowl game to get ready for. Mario Cristobal is going to join us in just a couple of minutes. Uh, on his way to back-to-back top 10 recruiting classes, something that hadn't been done around here in a long, long time. Um, a lot of stuff he can't talk about because of uh, NCAA violations. Nobody wants to get a secondary violation. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. We'll get into uh, some of the stuff with some of the guys going to be playing in the game, some of the young guys, and uh, everything that's going on with the Miami Hurricanes football program. That's going to be coming up next with the head coach. But first, I do want to take a minute to tell you about a landing men's clinic. Low T is not for me, and I got rid of it, and you can too. I want to let you know that uh, people go, well, well, I don't have low T. Well, I don't know why guys do. Why, why are guys in their 56, 70? Why do guys, well, I don't have low T. Oh, you, okay. Well, everybody else starts losing their testosterone levels when in their mid-30s, and by the time you get to your 50s, 60s, and 70s, it's it's pretty low. You know, the car's on empty, man. So so you can tell me whatever you want, but if your energy is down, you're always tired, you're gaining weight, your body's not looking the same. You're, first of all, because you don't work out like you used to. You slow down because you're getting older and you're not sleeping as well because you were told that's because you're getting older. All this stuff because you're getting older doesn't have to happen when you get rid of low T. It's amazing how that works. I want to just tell you, Atlantic Men's Clinic, this is what they do. I've been going there for three or four months now. An amazing difference, man. Amazing difference right across the board for everything. Here's what I want you to do. I think it's a great holiday gift to yourself or to somebody you care about. Your initial visit includes medical consultation, a teen, a PSA test. Mention my name, Joe Rose, and I sent you, and your initial consultation is free. To sit down with their professionals, find out what they're going to do, how they're going to do it, find out if you have low T. They have six locations throughout South Florida to serve you. I go to the one in Plantation. Call them today at 877-455-7300 or visit AtlanticMensClinic.com. Please set up an appointment. Why not, no matter what age you are, if you're starting to drag, why don't you get it taken care of? You can enjoy life. And how about you getting your sex drive back? Is that something still interesting you? Well, if it is, take advantage. Go to Atlantic Men's Clinic. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. All right, Woody, thank you. Uh, I don't know how he's doing. He, he might be depressed this morning because the thing that he really enjoys doing, he can't do right now. Mario Cristobal joins us this morning in the middle of a ton of stuff going on in college football. We'll get into all of it. But, Mario, uh, y- you must be a little down. Dead period started last night at midnight and runs through the next few days, which means you can't recruit. How are you holding up? It's rough, man. Really, really <laughs> rough, you know. The inability to enhance your roster and get it to a level you want to get it has been taken away. And at midnight, we all turn into pumpkins. You know what I mean? <laughs> Got to go right back to uh, the normal life. But it gives us a chance to really hone in on, on our opponent coming up. So, And you keep recruiting, Joe. You know how it is. I mean, the way it's built nowadays with these phones and technology, it doesn't stop anyways. Yeah, I, there, there's so much to get to. It's a crazy time, man. I, I can't even imagine the meetings. you got National Signing Day on Wednesday, Transfer Portal ongoing. And starting practice a few days ago for the bowl game against Rutgers and then figuring out who's going to turn pro, which you had to go through that, and who's coming back, and the transfer portal going out. Uh, What has that been like, just going through that whole process uh, and and getting this roster together so you can put a good product out there against Rutgers? Well, I mean, I think it's – when this portal thing and all this other stuff started a few years back, I think it was frightening for everybody. Now it's more of an exciting time quite honestly, just because of opportunity. You know, you have an opportunity to enhance yourself everywhere in the, in the coaching department, the roster department. Um, you have a chance to really enhance that, this particular recruiting cycle with some of the guys that become available. I don't think high school kids are being evaluated well enough because so many portal guys are going bouncing around from place to place. So, um, And you know what? And you could, uh, you know, you have to change your roster too, right? You've got to make space. And you've got to create room for, um, you know, for some, some additions. So all in all, it's nonstop, but it's all good, man. I mean, I love this kind of stuff, and for us, it keeps us energized and going. Marl, this is pretty cool for uh, for everybody listening this morning because it looks like it's going to be a back to back top ten classes for the first time in almost twenty years since the Canes have had. And and we follow this stuff, and I know you can't talk about. It. I'm not looking to get in trouble or get you in trouble this morning, but. Uh, the class looks pretty good that you put together and apparently not done yet. Yeah, it's not done. I mean, you know, Joe, you've seen it over the years. There's always a surprise you don't want to happen and then surprise that you do want to happen as you get closer to signing day. But, yeah, I mean, it's um, it's kind of neat. Look, our first full, like, cycle class, um, they were freshmen this year, and they, they were awesome. They did a great, great job. And then we have a chance now to get our second full class, and if you can knock out, consecutive and multiple top 10 classes and that's always the goal you know that's what was done at the different places that we were at and and that was the secret sauce right getting great players have great coaching great systems and great culture and go play great football so uh, we're certainly on our way there and this class is going to be off the charts coach I've always thought that if like the Reuben Baines and the Francis Maui Noah's come in and and Mark Fletcher and and even your punter Joyce all these guys come in and 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 other guys see him playing so well and dominating as as teenagers coming in their first year. It's got to be good for business, right? That guys can see a vision knowing they got a chance to play right away if they're good enough. 
No doubt. I mean, there's uh, one thing we don't hear. We don't discriminate, man. If you can play ball, you're going to play. And it doesn't matter if you just walked in the door, if you just finished up prom, or if you've been bouncing around college football and coming as a transfer guy. So it's designed that way. So at the end of the day, whoever's playing, they earned it. You know, we're not giving it away. So, yeah, people get excited about that. And it's made, honestly, they're our best recruiters by how they played and by the way they you know, they, they conduct themselves off the field and the way they recruit for us. They're incredible. All right, Coach, so we got to ask you, uh, you're getting ready for this game, and, and obviously you've lost some guys. E- either way, guys getting ready for the pros and all the different things. We've talked about the injuries a little bit. Uh, let's talk about the quarterback, Jakari Brown, and how's, how's he looked so far? I mean, he's the guy. This is his game and a great opportunity for him. Great opportunity. He's done really well. I mean, you've seen him play a couple of different times. He's got tremendous ability, and the entire team's behind him. He's practiced really well, and you couldn't drop a better opportunity for a quarterback, right? I mean, you've got the, a stage that's going to be set where it's going to be nationally televised against a top-10 defense. And you know what? The guys that have filled in for some of the, the guys that have moved on to the NFL and whatnot, they're good players, and they get a chance as well. So all in all, it's been we've had about four practices and about four workouts um, related to this game and it looks like an enthused and eager football team ready to play ball yeah and then uh like you lose your safeties both both turn pro and and probably gonna both be high draft picks but I'm just curious now you literally gonna have some guys playing in this game that didn't play a lot of football this year is that correct you might but we also we got some moving parts okay. I and mean, we cross train about everybody Joe I mean it's if you're a tackle, you could play guard and sometimes even play center. Ends play tackle, safeties play corners, and corners play nickel. I mean, and the vice versa. You know, the mics play the will and and play the Sam. So, um, the way that we teach it and progression teach it, those guys have like versatility across the board. So we're going to be in good shape. Mar, I got to ask you. We had this huge debate last week that everybody put their two cents in on the new world of uh, transfer portal quarterbacks. Because everybody's looking for a quarterback that's got experience, played in a system. Once you lose your guy that can come in and play right away at the same time, you're out recruiting some of the best high school four- and five-star players in the country. At quarterback, they come in, and then if they don't play, some of them will stay around a year, maybe two, and if they're not playing, they take off. I mean, we see quarterbacks transferring everywhere, and it's going on right now. So, so how do you go about selling that to your young guys versus if they know you're going after an old guy like so many teams are doing or a, a proven guy from another program? That's, that's funny you should say you had that debate because we had that debate too, and, and we found a, a, very simple, a very simple solution is go out and get great players. Go out and get great players that are great people, just elite at all levels because no matter which way it goes, you're going to be playing with the best one. You know, and it could come in different forms, Joe. I mean – I thought the best indicator, I think it was last year, they posted that, that, that graphic, that edit of the Super Bowl, where more than half the guys were two stars or no star guys, right? Right. Um, so the, the, it, there's more value in the identification and evaluation process, right? Finding the guys that really can do it, as opposed to the ones that everyone know, hey, that guy's a five-star guy. But really doing a great job in your scouting department, finding the guys that have the capabilities, the capacity, and the willingness to be great ones, and I think that's where the, the secret lies in this whole thing, the secret sauce. You've got to identify and evaluate 
way more um, at a higher clip and becomes way more important than just a recruiting process. Yeah, and uh, how, how, how's the transfer portal? I don't know what you can and can't talk about to this point. I know you're not done with that. Um, how's it look so far for this class? We're, we're hitting the right spots in the areas where we feel we need veteran players that have experience, you know. Uh, and it's going really, really well. I can't com- comment on the rest, and it will continue to go well. We are on the hunt relentlessly. I, I wanted to call, and I-, I hope you didn't get upset. I called the Maunoa family to find out if they have any more sons besides a linebacker and a tackle because they're so good. Uh, that transfer portal, the linebacker, is that Francisco? He is something else, man. Yeah, we're, we're going to hop on a plane and go to American football <laughs> and tower, man. We find guys that look like that, play like that. Yeah. Those guys are, and the best part about it, those guys are made out of steel. I mean, they just, they don't break. They just, they just go. And when you talk to them one-on-one and you want to say, man, what, uh, what, what do you think, man? Our, our plan's going forward. What do we need to do? All they want to do is work. They just want to work and kick butt and you know what? And, and have fun. They're elite people. There's nothing more incredible than watching both Kiko and Francis, uh, who have met you right, this is their first go of being in Miami, but in the inner city, working at some youth camps and teaching kids how to play football. It's, these guys are off the charts, man. I, uh, I know we're getting ready to change the playoff system, but I haven't had a chance to talk to you about this. Um, you saw what happened. FSU went undefeated. They lost their starting quarterback. So ACC has an undefeated team and, and not able to go because they said, well, without that quarterback, we don't think you're very good with a second or third string quarterback. I'm just curious, your, your thoughts on that? And I know we're going to expand it to 12, but for the four, four-team playoff system. Just expand. I mean, it should have been expanded before. And once you expand it, you know, it's not going to be, right? It's not going to be on point either. It's, uh, I'm all for a system that allows you to play for it. I mean, if we pride ourselves on being the toughest and – and most physical and most competitive sport in the world, you got to let people play for it. And I don't know, I don't even know 12 encompasses what you need to, to get done, yeah. you know? So um, I think some of the, the lower football divisions have the answer, right? The way they create playoffs through conference champions and stuff like that. So right now the rules are what they are. And, you know, the, the system is set like it is, and it's just not going to make anyone happy until everyone gets a chance to play for it that's earned it. Mauro, i got to ask you, because uh, I've had a lot of people come up and go, oh, National Signing Day's lost a little of its zip because of the transfer portal. To you, has the transfer yeah. portal become as, as important as high school, or how do you treat that? Yeah, it's lost its zip. They might want to join this operation. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I mean, you know, people are committing earlier, but there's, there's a higher rate of decommitments across the country than ever before. Uh, we've taken a lot of pride. I mean, Miami was at an ungodly rate in previous yes. years. The commitments, I think, almost 75 in a seven, eight-year span. Um, and you like to always limit that to a couple a year. And you usually know what's up. You just That's the thing. Like, for example, like defections, when you move a guy to transfer portal, a guy decommits, you can't comment on it. You know, let's call it what it is, man. A lot of times you're moving on, too, and you're, you're trying to fish for, for bigger ones, you know? Right. So – I mean, that's the nature of the beast. It's just, uh, I think it's becoming more and more like the NFL, but just not quite there yet. Well, listen, this has been great, Mario. And uh, just getting a chance to talk to you about as much as you could say about this recruiting class and the transfer portal and some good news coming soon to South Florida. I uh, I can't wait. So thanks for coming on. Good luck in the game. Can't wait to see some new uh, new faces out there playing more football. 
Yeah, man. Appreciate you, Joe. Have a good one, brother, and go Canes. All right. Mario Cristobal joining us a little bit to talk about the whole process going on. What a crazy time. National Signing Day Wednesday for high school players. And, and Mario, if you've been reading the newspaper and following it, and you know he's got a really good class of guys. Uh, the transfer portal is active. There is some really, really good news on the way for him. And uh, they started practicing for this bowl game, and Jakari Brown, starting quarterback, to uh, get a chance because of a transfer portal injury to to show show what he's got with uh, with the guys that uh, will be playing in that game. So anyway, we've got a lot of stuff to get to here. Dolphins get a uh, very very impressive. I don't care who you play against. Very impressive ass whooping over the Jets. Uh, what what a bounce back for the team. We've got that. We got a lot of other news to get to. So Heat get some great news uh starting up for tonight. So we uh we have a lot of stuff going on. So stay with us. We'll have all that stuff coming up. But first, I want to tell you about your South Florida Chevy dealers. You know, it's a holiday season. A lot of people looking around want to get their loved one or the family something new. <clears throat> I just want to tell you this when it comes to your South Florida Chevy dealers, it's never looked better than it does right now. Suburbans and Tahoes, big, comfortable SUVs. I mean, if you travel a lot and you're getting ready to take a vacation and you need a comfortable SUV for the dogs and the kids and everybody to be together, whether you're going into the mountains in the Carolinas or heading down to the Keys, man, I want to let you know, boy, it's hard to beat. A big, comfortable, they've Got more space than ever. Got a new look, Suburbans and Tahoes. To the midsize SUV like a Traverse. Right down to the Trailblazer, the Equinox, and the Blazer. Congratulations to Equinox winning all kinds of awards. I bought a Trailblazer. The Equinox is getting all the awards. Silverado trucks, man. Every kind of truck you could ever want for your lifestyle. They make it for you and the style and color you're looking for. I could go on and on, but bottom line is this. You've got convenient locations and the best overall products you've ever had at your South Florida Chevy dealers, new and used with low mileage. So whatever you're looking for, spend a little time, fall in love at your South Florida Chevy dealers today. Everyone knew that what what we had put out Monday night was embarrassing and it felt weird as we came into the building. And uh, one thing we wanted to do was not, not feel that feeling again. So in a way, guys were happy that it was a short week that we got to play again and, um, you know, sort of exercise, you know, a lot of the things that we didn't do right and take the right step forward um, in winning um, and really winning the way we did today. Always brutally honest to a tongue of Iloa talking uh, about yesterday and you know, I know there's going to be a lot of talk about Waddle and, uh, and Raheem Mostert setting a team record with 20 touchdowns, and Bradley Chubb uh, just dominated defensively. He did everything but sell popcorn and peanuts and uh, and hot dogs yesterday. Three sacks, two forced fumbles, one fumble recovery. That's always a special play to strip it from behind and, and actually fall on the ball. It's very difficult to do. Um, so, so Bradley Chubb was, uh, just ridiculous how good he was. They were all running. I, I think there were two or three guys could have had three, three sacks in that game. They're all so close. Some of them ended up not getting any or a half a sack, but you talk about that offensive line for the Jets. We sit down here and talk about our offensive line with uh, a backup center yesterday and the two backup guards. 
and then later in the game had to play with a, a right tackle, so we had a bunch of guys out because Austin Jackson went out of the game. Um, and then you watched their offensive line, and uh, and so it, it was a really good bounce back, and Tua was really 21-24. Uh, clean game, no interceptions, actually had made, one of his best throws was early to Waddle, dropped it over the top of the, the defense, and it got called back for, uh, what was it for? I can't even remember. Was it uh, somebody was offsides or somebody lined up offsides? I think it was, and had a holding call and a couple. Of, they actually had uh, probably 40 or 50 yards in place called back with, with holds and, and not lining up properly in, in that game. What are we doing with these offensive offsides yeah, I don't now, know, man? man? Are we, are we getting a little too uh, over the top with this stuff? Yeah, so they got Robbie Chosen on one, right? He was I, – I, I don't know, man. But it shouldn't happen. I mean, it just shouldn't happen. Like, it's not – I always say this. First of all, you can always look out. And and yesterday, Woody, you know, it's funny. Since what happened um, to the Kansas City Chiefs, I find myself now watching. I watch Waddle always look outside at the official to say, "Hey, am I in the right place?" Especially if you're on the line of scrimmage, am I am I on? Am I far enough off? And and the and the officials will you get there early enough? Will will give you give you a sign like you're good or move back a little bit if you can. But yeah, there's. It's just weird because the area I, – I know people want to argue with me on this. The, the area is big enough. This shouldn't happen. It's just a big enough area. It's a two-point Yeah, but stance. now it's like they're almost trying to rub it in your face. You see what happened in the Broncos-Lions game? No, I didn't get to see all the games. So they got the I, – I think this game was Saturday, if I'm not mistaken, the, the Broncos and Lions, and they got – I guess they said the center's head was like a little bit over the football or something. I, I had never seen that one before. I haven't seen that. Yeah, no. it was like a goal line play, and they, they – they scored and they took it back. It was it was very strange. So the man. ball the, that he snaps has got to be out in front of the center. It's head. Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't offside. And then like he, I mean, the guy wasn't even close. And then you have, of course, you have the you know the commentators who get the slow motion and get to look at it. And then they have the ref in the booth. Yeah, and they go, "This is a terrible call." I just yeah, offensive offside should not be something they're looking to call. Well, I, I just. It's, it's so, not so, a very attractive but, but call to, for business. I understand, but but I want to say this, man, because it's real easy to dogpile on these officials right now and everything. They never – by the way, everybody still thinks they got the Kansas City call wrong and everybody's come out and because Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes didn't really come out and say, it's on us, we, we apologize. They were – they took a half a step back like, well, you know, you could still give us a heads up. No, he was offside. He he lined up in the neutral zone. Come on, man. I I just I I, I just these guys are making calls. They're bang bang calls. They're a bunch of every game's now got them. Like people are screaming, passing the home fans. That's pass interference. That's pass interference. You go back and 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 they slow it down and you see a little bit and the and the guy doing the game goes, yeah, they should have called that. Oh well, yeah, and slow friggin' motion. It's just. It's impossible. It's impossible to get all these. And somebody's always grabbing somebody. Like, when was the last time somebody covered them and they didn't touch each other? There's a lot of touching and grabbing and grabbing going on. I just think there's going to be enough miss, like pass interference and all that stuff. And I agree with you. It's impossible to get all of them and to make those calls perfect. But stop calling, I mean, like offensive offsides. Yeah. 
Unless it's like really bad, like the Tony thing, I got you. I, I, mean, I, I agree. It was, it was pretty blatant. If it's great, it's a weird time in the game to call something like that. But it, it was blatant. But like, let let's make sure. Like the thing in the Broncos game was embarrassing. I just think some of this officiating, it's a little dogpiling going on. Of course, on. it's dogpiling because it's so easy. It's been dogpiling for the entire season, basically. So it's uh, so we just keep we keep rolling on this thing. Listen, man. Um, yesterday, the Jets just they got their ass kicked and Tyree kill. I didn't know how they can play without Tyree kill in the lineup. I, I got to tell you, man, I don't can't remember the last time I was so pleasantly surprised by a game for the dolphins to flip it around and play like they did yesterday to the point. They made it look like I was talking to a jets guy going out. I don't want to say his name because everybody's under a little heat in New York, including sure. Some of my friends, he said, it looks so bad, they're going to question effort and how many good players do they really have. That's, that's you know, when you start doing that and they go, this is not just a quarterback thing, like how many offensive linemen do we have that can really play at a high enough level? And how do we explain our defense is supposed to be top five looking the way they look? And, uh, and that's what happened. They knew Jalen Waddle was a go-to guy. So let me ask you, how did they let that happen knowing Jalen Waddle's your number one guy? He's getting the ball. We talked We talked about all week. My wife was talking about it. Because I guess Jalen's going to get the ball more. What? They're still the Jets. I know they had a good week That's last week. That's poor coaching, man. Fine. Yeah, they're, they're poorly and, coached. And their head coach is a former coordinator, and you find out Tyree Kill, before you go out, you know a few hours before, hey, Tyreek's out of the game. So, so plan B. Waddle's still really good, though. We we know that he is very look, good. But, but how do you not tough. key on him? So I think it's tougher learning on the fly. Like the Dolphins had to do, they had a week to prepare, probably knowing Tyreek wasn't going to go. So, right? so what? I'm guessing they knew in the beginning yeah, of the so, week that Tyreek wasn't going to go. They so had how a do you let to prepare with Jalen as their number one? And he's just Jalen's really good, man. Okay, I don't know it's how you let him. I think he's really good. So. Let's go on the other side. Besides the pass rush, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. And Vic Fangio goes up and says, "Hey, Jalen, you've got they got one guy. You got him the whole game. You got him the whole game. That's it. He's your guy. He's your guy. Unless he catches that little crap three yard hook passes and and runs. That's all he got. And so um, and he tried to run down the field and they had him right. They were knocking the ball away and Jalen." Just ridiculous on his on his break on one of those plays where he somehow was going one way and stopped. My body would have, bl- would have blown out both ankles and both knees trying to make the the quick move that he made back to bat the ball down. So so I just want to ask you if nothing else. And, and by the way, probably didn't matter because the quarterbacks had no time to throw for the Jets. I mean, they had no time. But one team has got the strength of their team is their their pass defense supposed to be really good, right? You let Jalen Waddle run a takeoff by you with no help because, again, you think your corners are so good, and one is. Sauce Gardner is clearly better than the other guy. It's not even close. It's not even close. DJ Reed's got nothing in common with Sauce Gardner. Nothing. Guy's all pro his first year as a rookie. That doesn't happen. So he just sits out there with a clean uniform. Mike McDaniel might have yelled at him, hey, you got the day off, Sauce. Just stand over there because you're gonna unless you can tackle, you're you're not playing. 
and and then on the other side, they treat Jalen Waddle like he's like he's the guy. He's the guy that in that game, and they let him have one of the best games he had. Eight catches, 142 yards. Damn near got to damn near got to a thousand yards yesterday on that game. Some of that's going to fall back. Like, look at man, I'm not smartest guy in the world, but some of it when you know that that's the guy, and, and nothing gets the rest of receivers. But Jalen's at at a high level. He's we've been saying he's a he's a one guy. The, the Dolphins knew who they need to stop. They're going, hey, if they do have time, we can't have Garrett beat us. He's a he's a number one receiver. That guy's really good. Yeah, he is. But he obviously didn't have any chance. I mean, the Dolphins' defensive line was no, just, just no. Too much. I said that, but I have a thought, by the way, as to who from the Jets might have been waiting to speak to you after the game. Couldn't have been Aaron Rodgers by any chance. No, he looked no. like he was trying to find someone. I was to shaking talk my to. head at you not to throw any names. No, out. no, I know oh. you were, but Aaron, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, man, what an idiot! They showed him the entire broadcast. He's sitting there with a the headset on. Why? You though? can see him visibly like cursing the team. Oh, he's mad at. <laughs> si- I see uh, Trevor Simeon makes a throw. So I don't know if he disgusted. was waiting. You guys are from the same hometown. I know, oh. baby. He he looked like he was trying to talk to someone. He's after from that the game. he's from the town next door. Oh my god! Man. You know what? They had to make Boy, his he ass him such a disservice. They had to make his ass play this week. They like, really hey, should. Hey, you know what, Aaron? Since you like to be in every shot, and you know you're going to be in, you're doing your show. Why don't you just play the last three games? He's got a headset. Set on. He's got the hat on. He's you want to help? You want to get involved? Like coach. You get out there and just call your own place because Nathaniel Hackett stuff's not working. <laughs> hey, uh, we got to go to break here. We got the uh, seven o'clock. You hour. were shaking your head no in there, like I had any idea who you talked uh, to. I the guy. thought I you were going to talk some names. I don't want to get into all the. But I thought Aaron, you know, you guys are from the same same place. You know, maybe he he was from, definitely he really wanted a friend after that game. You could tell. We call him the Ville family out there, outside of Sacramento. Anybody's been out there. There's a whole bunch of Villes: uh, Roseville, Marysville, Oroville. <laughs> I don't know what day he goes out with Ville. McAfee, but that guy was begging for someone to talk to him. I want to hear what he has to say yeah. about that hundred yards he got to to say and and uh, 103 yards. One of the worst performances in the history. Of the Jets franchise. Oh. All right. I got to tell you about uh, something else. Very important. Very important to the Dolphins. Very important to the Heat. And very important to the Panthers since they're all playing. Uh, Baptist L. South Florida. Um, it's one of the top sports medicine programs in the country. By the way, I got to say a happy uh, birthday to my man, Dr. Swartzen, this morning. Uh, his birthday yesterday, the team wanted to make sure they gave him a 30 to nothing win. And then uh, I already had a whole bunch of birthday cake yesterday. And uh, spent some time with that beautiful family here. So, so it was a good night. And uh, Dr. Swartz and just one of the many great doctors that they have at Baptist Health South Florida. Where do the pros go? As I mentioned, Inter-Miami, the Heat, the Panthers, the Miami Dolphins, FIU, FAU. You just go on and on. Now, not to mention all the athletes from all over the country that come here for a second opinion or to get their operations done. Because they have the top specialists in the industry for the knee. Every kind of knee operation you need. Shoulder. Foot and ankle, hand, back, hip and knee replacement. Man, I'm talking about doctors really good in the facilities. Hey, listen, it's not just Doctors Hospital down in Coral Gables, uh, which a lot of people go to, but it's the new facility in 595 and Pine Island Implantation. I mean, right next to the Renaissance Hotel. It is right there, Broward County. And our new facility, if you're at the Hard Rock Stadium yesterday, it's right next to the practice facility, 
Baptist Health South Florida is everywhere. And you can see those same great doctors, 35 to 40 of them, that uh, work all over South Florida, Dade and Broward, to take good care of all of us. All of us, man. No matter what you play, team sports, individual sports, you're going to the best. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Make an appointment today. There's only one goal there. It's about getting you healthy, playing the sports you love the most. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.